Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disneyland. Before we get started, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you'll want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Yes, you heard me correctly. This week, we are going on a culinary journey of Disneyland because we are only featuring Disneyland reviews from the trip that Rhino and I took to Disneyland all the way back in April now. But I feel like everything we had is definitely still available since I was there, well, two weeks ago, and I still saw all of the same stuff that I'm about to talk about. So yeah, it's uh, still relatively uh, fresh Disney Dining Reviews, and we're going to do part one this week and then also have part two next week because there are a lot of reviews. They're not all very long, but there's a lot of them. I think uh, five, sorry, six this week and then another six next week, maybe even seven next week. We'll have to wait and see how it all plays out, but a lot of reviews, so we're not going to waste any time, and we are going to go in order of how we dined at Disneyland. So we are going to kick things off with our review from Pim Test Kitchen, and we've had reviews of Pim Test Kitchen before from when Rhino first went out to Avengers Campus. He did a lot of reviews with Mary Jo, but this one's more about my first time getting to eat at Pim Test Kitchen. Uh, plus, we have one specialty item that they have there, and yeah, it's uh, it was a doozy, so we're kicking things off in a big way. So here it is, the review of Pim Test Kitchen. We got our two items. Uh, first up is the elote pretzel, which is a five-ounce pretzel topped with corn three ways, cilantro sprigs, radish, cotija, and flavored crema. That was $10.49. And then, of course, I think no stop at Pim Test Kitchen is complete without uh, the not-so-little chicken sandwich for $15.49. It is fried chicken breast, teriyaki, and red chili sauces, and pickled cabbage slaw on a brioche served with crispy potato bites. I'm just going to have a potato bite right now. The seasoning on these is so good, and I love them. Now, I can't wait for Craig to try them, but I'm a selfish little piggy, and this little selfish piggy, he's going to get his pretzel. And I'm going to let everybody know, as soon as this food is served to you, don't wait to take video and pictures of it, especially when there's a breeze outside, because you'll be eating a chilled pretzel. What's interesting about this pretzel is there's little teeny tiny, teeny tiny popcorn on it. I'm actually a little nervous, I'm not going to lie to you. Why are you nervous? I don't know. Is this uh, is this cream of corn on here? No. Kind of looks like it, though. And I think Craig. it's just creamed corn. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, why did I say cream of corn? Cream of corn, like it's a soup? Yeah. Can I have the cream of mushroom? I'd like the cream, the cream of, of corn, corn soup, please. Um, it 100% is. But is that a bad thing? Um, no. I'm going to tell you right now. Let me stop chewing. I think that I am going to 
steal this idea for the the um, cream of corn uh, um, on the pretzel, but um, there's also this like red sauce on here that has like a nice little heat to it that is like really 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 good, um, and I like it with the little teeny tiny popcorn, which I believe at World uh, not World, which is um, what's that fancy grocery store? World Market? No. Or uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Uh, they do teeny tiny popcorn. I believe they call it pib corn there. Um, actually, that's a really interesting texture with the pretzel, the pib corn, and then the the cream corn, um, which is kind of a really strong flavor in here. I don't know what this sauce is, but it is actually pretty spicy, and I am obsessed with it, so I need to find out so I can have it at some point. Craig, I would really like you to try this, um, but... I'm going to be selfish and just take a teeny tiny bite of this crispy chicken sandwich so I can weigh in real quick on this one, too, because I'm selfish oh, yeah. piggy. I have to see if it holds up. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm happy. Okay. Let me let me, let me, me let you have a bite. I'm a bit of a schnitzelholic, so I'm really looking forward to this sandwich. I mean, it is pounded thin. Mm. It is looks like it's fried perfectly at least and all those toppings the beautiful beautiful cabbage on there adding that extra color of purple oh my gosh okay here we go here we go i've had a lot of schnitzel in my day and this is actually really good schnitzel um i i do enjoy it as the sandwich but if they ever wanted to dabble in like a german restaurant here you take this schnitzel and get a nice Jaeger sauce on it, you know, mushroom and gravy and pour it all over top. Oh my gosh, I would just keep going back to that over and over and over. I love that thing. Rhino, you did not overhype it. You hyped it the appropriate level. And so now let me get one of these tots too. They're a potato barrel, please watch your mouth. You're absolutely right, Rhino. It just has that little seasoning kick to it that just, I don't want to say it makes it more interesting, but it makes it delectable. I am sad that we don't have more of them on the little tray. But you know what? It's probably for our health anyways. Leave it to California to tell us, be a little bit healthier. But I'm going to embrace it. And now for our cream corn elote pretzel. Now I'm going to shock a lot of people out there probably. I'm not a huge fan of pretzels. I have to be in the mood for one. And I don't know if I'm necessarily in the mood for this one right now. But I do love a lote. And I love cream corn. So this could this could potentially be a hit. There's no reason why the pretzel should work. But it does. And yeah, it is cream corn. I mean, there's no beating the, around the bush on it. Like, you're eating creamed corn smothered on a pretzel but I like it. And there is the one sauce, I think, this orange sauce. Yeah, that's spicy. So, it, it, oh gosh, that's spicy. And if I think it's spicy, then yeah, it, it's spicy. I, I, I do like this. It is weird. It is very weird, but it's kind of hidden in the spot. And I actually think it pairs really well with the sandwich. So, we have a lot to eat. And uh, after we're done, of course, we'll fill you in on what we actually think. Rhino, I am pleasantly surprised. I just have to say that. Yeah. I I am glad that I uh, 
I was concerned that I was going to overhype everything, but I am. I that elote pretzel. I thought maybe maybe we were going to go the wrong way. I loved whatever the the heat the hot sauce was on that. Yeah. And like, I I want to figure it out because that's something where I'd be like, that would be a fun thing to try to make at home. Yeah, and I mean, again, the cream of corn, it did not stop getting weird the entire time, but. Uh, it was it was a good pretzel. I th- I think I would try it again. I don't know. I'm happy having it the one time. I will definitely be getting a chicken sandwich again the next time 100%. I am back at Disneyland. That will be a. I mean, it's not corn dog level, but it will be a every time I will try to make time for it. But yeah. gosh, that was that was a good. It was yeah. good. It was really good. So I'm happy with it. Granted, I only got two things from here, but I feel like I have a good idea of you know. What to expect from the Pim Test Kitchen, and I loved all the details inside, the pretzels growing and shrinking, that was really neat, and then obviously the oversized soda bottles, like, it's again, I've been seeing these photos and videos of it for the longest time, but it just, you have to see it in person to truly do it justice. It's it, What I like is it's like fun and whimsical and it feels like it, it, it's a good fit for the land. It is. But for the park as well. Because I feel like it offers some interesting options that are a little bit different than what you're going to find at the rest of the park. I totally agree. I cannot wait for the day I get that chicken sandwich again. Hopefully it will be soon, but I can be patient. I should have got it on the last trip that I had out to Disneyland, but there was so much food and so little time, and I had to make sure that I got in the Jolly Holiday Combo grilled cheese because that's very important. And you know, oddly enough, that's also going to be our next review. We also got one other sandwich at Jolly Holiday. It is, uh, hopefully I pronounce it correctly this time, birria. And that is something that I mispronounced multiple times throughout the review, and I do apologize for it. Most of the time, I will go ahead and listen to words that I'm not quite sure if I'm pronouncing correctly. And this one, I went in with full confidence that I got it right, and I still don't have any confidence that I'm saying it correctly to this day. And that's with me listening to the pronunciation a mere like 15 seconds ago before I started doing this. But we're going to get past that. Apologies for the mispronunciation, but I hope you enjoy our review of Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. Rhino, where are we eating at? It's a Jolly Holiday in my belly. Well, I hope so. Yeah. We're eating at the Jolly... The Jolly... I had to turn around because... It's Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe. I wanted to make sure I got the second part of that right. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is here on the end of Main Street, right toward the uh, hub. The, the hub area. And uh, as you can see, just a beautiful aesthetically here. But I don't think we've ever like really properly sat down and had a review in here. Yet. No, no. I've eaten here so many times. It's going to be your first time eating the Jolly. My first time. Your first time yeah. eating the Jolly Holiday Combo, the grilled cheese. I'm told that's what I'm getting already. Yes, that is what you have to get. And I love this place. I just hope you love it as much as I do. But Well, I've really only like for me, they always have great snacks in here, so I really haven't like sat and had like lunch in here or okay. dinner. I mean, it's it's like 11 o'clock at night, so it's dinner, but yeah. Well, there's so. a first time for everything, and in this case, 
It's the first time for you in grilled cheese ever. For the first ever. time in grilled cheese. Okay, let's go get it. We have our food and the choices honestly were very simple because for one of them, you can't come to Jolly Holiday without getting the Jolly Holiday combo. That of course is a toasted cheese sandwich with tomato basil soup for $12.49. And then we got one of the seasonal items, I believe, for at least relatively new, something that wasn't on our radar before. It's the beef berea toasted cheese on sourdough for $13.49. And that comes with, right now I'm gonna screw it up, the Oaxaca. Oaxaca? Oaxaca cheese, pepper jack cheese, onion, cilantro, and salsa verde served with consomme. Oh, Oaxaca. Oh, Oaxaca. Oaxaca. So, Oaxaca, Oaxaca. Once again, like always, I looked up how to pronounce it because I always screw it up, said it 19 times, and then as soon as it mattered, I screwed it up again. But I think I'm going to start with the beef berea just because I've never had it before. So, obviously, I want to try it. So, we've got our little bowl of consomme, you know, beef broth, basically, and I'm going to dip it in. It's like a French dip. It's like a Belgian dip. Like a Belgian dip. Like a Belgian dip. (laughs) And don't want to get, don't want it too drippy, but, you know, just the right amount of drippy. But, okay, here goes this first bite. This is a really nice sandwich. I think Rhino's actually going to really love it because it's got those little peppers in there that just add that nice little little bit of heat but also that peppery flavor to it cheeses you know just melted gooey blends perfectly with the beef here's the i forgot what craig called it but it wasn't a grilled cheese it was like a toasted cheddar or something like that it was the weird you know when you call tater tots potato barrels it felt like that was this version of a grilled cheese but i'm gonna tell you right now this bread is crispy and buttery so i i feel like i'm gonna enjoy it i'm just gonna take a naked bite before i dip it okay I'd like to say something like you really can't screw up a grilled cheese, but I myself have screwed up grilled cheese, so I very much know that you can. So um, it's good. I love a good thick toasted, like when it's real toasty and buttery on the outside, but the bread is still like fluffy in the middle, but the cheese is all melted. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dip. I believe you called it a Belgian dip. It's a I know, I believe you described this as a tomato soup, yeah? Tomato basil. Uh, okay, I feel like it's more, it feels, the consistency is more of a bisque. Mm-hmm. I am not a tomato soup person. Like, I actually think it's kind of repulsive. Tomato juice is disgusting. But I like ketchup. <laughs> but this is like next level delicious. I can't describe to you how good it is. I don't even like basil that much, but it's just something about this blend, like the texture of the soup. It's so creamy and like flavorful and my God, with this grilled cheese that's cooked so well, like dipping it in there. What have I been doing all these years? Coming here, not getting this. I don't know what's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? I feel like I'm going to cry because I've had missed time now. Idiot. I need my money. Just go, Ryan. This soup and I are going to go on a date tonight. 
We're probably gonna make love. It's gonna get real nasty. That kind of love you can only do when you're on vacation. Rhino really took me by surprise with this. I was expecting a full half for myself, knowing that, oh, he doesn't like the tomato soup, so he'll like the grilled cheese, but without the tomato soup in there, you know, he's just gonna be like, eh, it's not for me. Let me go with the, the beef and slightly spicy and such. No, then he likes it. What in the freaking world is going on with that? I, I feel robbed that he's like, okay, <laughs> I will give you one quarter of the overall Quarter sandwich. portion. Yes, half half of a half. One quarter. But I'm going to cherish this one. And You better, because that's I, all you're getting. I, this could have been the worst thing I ever did, was introduce you to the deliciousness of yeah. the Jolly Holiday combo. And next, you're going to claim it for your own, just like you did the mint julep all those years sure ago. Am. You just, guys, let me tell you what you've been sleeping on. The Jolly Holiday combo. <laughs> And Rhino nails everything he says. It's just so buttery, crispy, but soft. The cheese blend that they use, just, it melts so perfectly. But just has that great cheesy flavor. And then the tomato basil soup, I mean, it's not overly acidity because, or it's not overly acidic because it does have like a cream or something in it. I think it does. I think at it least. does. It yeah. has to. It has to. It wouldn't be creamy like that without it, but it's just perfect. It is the perfect soup sandwich combination here. And I think he's going to be disappointed with mine That's because great. you know what? As soon as you eat this, you kind of forget about all the other sandwiches and soups in the world. You just forget. It's like I don't even want to try it. I like I'll dip it in the consomme and I'll try it because that's what we do. But then you know this bad boy's going right back in this soup because this bread's pretty. It's just not the same. It's fine. Whatever. I'll try it. I'll try your consomme sandwich. I do love a good Oaxaca. I don't really like this. Uh, well, this isn't really for me, and I did start on too high of a high, and now here we are on the bottom of the valley. Um, but I just feel like um, I ain't. It's like I can taste all the parts separately. Like, it doesn't all come together so beautifully like this other sim super simple dish, but, like, I mean, the beef on it's good. Or, not beef. 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 Beef? Beef. Um, and, like, the cheese is good. The bread is good. But for me, it's just kind of like, I'm just thinking about that soup. Should I try the beef in the soup? Maybe. It's too late now. The soup. Just makes life better. It's just so good. <sighs> this is love, love. <laughs> Rhino, final consensus. It is the end of the night here at Disneyland, and uh, I feel like I'm gonna go back to the room and pass out and I will be dreaming of this tomato bisque. I just, I, I said, I, we weren't recording, but I was like, I think what really makes it for me is not only is the bisque like so, or I mean, whatever they refer to it as, I'm sorry. I keep calling it a bisque. Tomato but, and basil. Uh, tomato and basil. Uh, but um, it's really like just this combination of like, it's so good on its own and just, but like a sourdough that's been like so buttered and toasted 
that like just it's like a texture thing where it just has like it's all the flavors but then you get all the textures involved in it too it is literally just like a perfect perfect combination and I am shocked shocked by how much I enjoyed it and this will I will immediately say this this I think is gonna have to end up being like one of those like staple food items to get for me yep. which seems to happen a lot with a lot of stuff here but this is one where I'm like no like this is this is an essential I yeah think. no this is a true staple of Disneyland for me it has been for years I'm glad that you finally see the light on it too and yeah there was nothing inherently wrong with the beef berea oh, it's but fine. we dipped it in the we dipped it in the tomato soup yeah and that's where it changed it yeah and as soon as you have the tomato soup in that grilled cheese again it's just game over. It's game over. Yeah. If you are not getting the Jolly Holiday combo, the grilled cheese and tomato soup, I don't know what you're doing. You're but not a, doing it right. A warning on this is that when you get it and you have it, I think, like, everything you have, you know, from then on out, it's just not going to be as good. Yep. So I think that's part of the problem. That like, is. It's like when you have such a solid item and then it's like, yeah. It's a good problem to have. I've said it in other places, and I stand by it now. I used to always recommend a Disneyland corn dog over anything else if you want that special item, but now it has to be the Jolly Holiday combo. And I get it; it's just grilled cheese and tomato soup, but it hits the spot. It is literally consistent every single time. This sandwich and soup has tasted the exact same. You know, it gets chilly at night at Disneyland, even if. You know, you you believe it doesn't. There's always that that crispness in the air, and there's nothing better than a late night grilled cheese and tomato soup. I I just have to recommend it to everyone out there. Skip the corn dog until that gets better, and go for that grilled cheese. But we're gonna move on to our next review, and so those first two reviews were from our first day at Disneyland, and now we are jumping into our second day at Disneyland, and we got things kicked off early with breakfast, and we had a couple breakfast items on our must-try list, and one of them was uh, over at Red Rose Tavern, because there was a breakfast burger as well as a breakfast bowl that sounded intriguing, and things didn't go exactly how we wanted them to. So let's go ahead and give that review a listen. Rhino, where are we eating at? The Red Rose Tavern for in what? Fantasyland. We are here for breakfast. Ooh. Uh, we saw some items on the menu that looked interesting. There's a breakfast bowl I have my eye on. Yeah, because it's, uh, is it vegan, vegetarian? I believe it's vegan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's plant-based. It is yeah. plant-based. Yeah, yeah. Say that. It's easier. It's plant- why don't I just say that? You said vegan. I know. I why don't I'm saying, why don't I just say that? I don't know. Well, it's plant-based. There's plants in it. And I believe there's Everything also... Everything has plants in it. That is true. Beef has plants in it. They ate it at one point in time. Yeah, Speaking grass. of beef... Speaking of beef... I'm getting, a, uh, I'm getting a breakfast burger. And yeah, we've had this on our minds for quite a while, so hopefully it lives up to all our expectations. But let's go inside, give it a try. I went with the vegetable quinoa breakfast bowl. It is quinoa, roasted mushrooms, and cauliflower with arugula, tomato, potato bites, and a spicy lime aioli. And oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie, I am very hungry, but this also looks so good. 
and it smells good. And I was a little concerned because I'm like, ah, mushrooms, I don't know. Sometimes I love them, sometimes I don't. But I, I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy this. How much was it? It was $9.99. Here we go. So I got potato barrels, some of the sauce and everything here. The spicy lime aioli is really good because it does actually have some spice to it, which is really nice. Um, I love quinoa. I love to mix quinoa into like anything. Um, I was a little worried because, you know, potato barrels, when they're buried in the middle, sometimes can get soggy. But the one I pulled from the middle and this, like, it is so crispy. So, mm. And that cauliflower is cooked just right, so it still has a little, it's not, it's not like, you know, sometimes you overboil it and it gets like too mushy. It's like really good textures, really good flavors. And the mushrooms, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I, great, I think you actually are gonna have to try a bite of this because this is like, this is, I am very happy right now. Since we've been in California, I've already had three hamburgers, I think, so I said, hey, even though it's breakfast, let's keep rolling with the hamburgers, and for that reason, I got the Beast Breakfast Burger. I mean, I was getting that regardless of whether or not I had any other burgers before, too. Let me make that clear. Mm -hmm. We knew this for a long time. We've already said it, but this is a one-third pound Angus patty. Bacon orange marmalade, egg and arugula on a toasted bun served with potato bites for $10.99. And at first, like, the way the patty was cooked, I was like, is that a sausage patty or a hamburger patty? Oh. It's definitely a hamburger patty, uh, but well it looks very well done. And it looks like your uh, standard Disney quick service burger. There is a lot of the orange marmalade in there too but the one thing I noticed just looking at it there's a glisten from the marmalade but it looks like a very dry sandwich and I don't know if it's going to be as good as my mind built it up to be but only one way to find out put it in your mouth a couple bites into this and I'm actually pretty shocked on how it can be lacking so much flavor with all that's on it the hamburger patty doesn't taste like it's seasoned at all and it's not as dry as I thought it would be, but, you know, it's just, it's negligible in this. And the eggs, again, I don't think there's even salt with it. Really, the only flavor is coming from the orange marmalade, and it is tasty, but there's just not enough of it on there. And so, yeah, I'm not even halfway through. And I don't think that this is going to be something that I ever want to return to again, but... You know, it is what it is. And as for the potato barrels, tater tots, whatever you would like to call them. I know Rhino doesn't want me to use that word. It's trademark. But I know you don't want me to use it, but I still use it. Uh, we recently had some tots at uh, Avengers Campus as part of the chicken sandwich they have there. And those were so well seasoned and tasty. And unfortunately, these ones also are not. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's a tater tot. It's really tasty. But, you know, just by adding a little bit of extra seasoning, whether it's like a Cajun seasoning or a seasoned salt, something, uh, even, even a little garlic in with it, you know, you can take the tots to the next level. These are just your standard ones, which, that's not bad, but, I don't know, after, after having the ones in Avengers Campus, I don't know if just any tots can do it for me ever again. That sounded weird. I don't like that. We're going to keep eating, and we'll fill you in on everything that's happening with this meal when we're finished. I know you enjoyed your meal, Rhino, but mine was disappointing, to say the least. Yeah, there was just sadness on your face the whole yeah. time while you ate. 
And more I, so than normal. I finished it all because I had to. Like, I just couldn't be like, oh, no. Well, there's more food around the park. There's better things to get. I just can't waste food. So yeah. I ate it all, and I regret it just deeply. But I did have a bite of yours. Yours was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. And I feel like it's something where I, who does not cook, could try and make this again because it's like you got to make sure your tater tots are super crispy and the quinoa, everything. It was just so good. And there was, like, just the right amount of everything. Like, there was a good – there was a plentiful amount of the potato barrels and then also um, the mushrooms were, like, diced up nice and smaller. So they weren't, like – you know, they don't – sometimes mushrooms, I feel like, can get a little chewy, slimy. But, like, I I felt like it all – worked really well together um so i am gonna try and remake this i think as soon as i uh when we get back back home but i don't regret it and i would 100 percent get this dining option again yeah but the look on your face of the other one (laughs) no it's a 50 50 split i would totally recommend it for what you got i would not recommend what i had at all the beast breakfast burger leave that for the beast let him be the one who has it and get something else but Give rhinos a try. Give that yeah. that plant base. Well, I feel like for nine ninety nine, I really I feel like it was actually a really pretty good deal. Like it was. I, I enjoy, you know. And then yeah, I agree. Good. I agree. I hate that this breakfast kind of tainted my opinion of Red Rose Tavern because I know I've eaten there before and enjoyed it, and I really did like rhinos food. But yeah, that burger was just not good. And there was something on the menu that we wanted for lunch. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, we said, you know what? Let's go ahead and just end our affair with Red Rose Tavern right after this one and leave it at the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But we left Red Rose Tavern to uh, go fill up our water bottles, and we chose Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for that reason. And while we were walking towards the uh, the water bottle refill right after you enter the land near Kylo Ren's ship, uh, we you know you had to pass the milk stand, and as we were passing it, we both spotted the Toydaria Swirl, which. I just always ignore the milk stand. Since grand opening, I have not gotten milk, blue milk or green milk at Disneyland. I've gotten at Walt Disney World, but not at Disneyland. So as we're walking past the stand, we noticed the toy area swirl and realized, hey, we've never reviewed that. And it's uniqued out here. So why not do it? And things did not go as planned. <laughs> I feel like that was a... a you know, it, it was a bad move to go from Red Rose Tavern straight to this. We did. And now let's go ahead and listen to the review. Now, on our coast, we only have blue and green milk. But out here on the menu, too, they have one extra item, as Rhino mentioned, the Toydaria Swirl. Yes. And Craig said, because we saw it from a distance, and he said... They're just swirling it together so you don't have to. And I said, no, it looks red in the picture. So it looks like it's going to have some other stuff in it. And it it looks like a green milk base, which I'm fine with because green is my favorite milk. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I already looked it up because first off, my question was, how long has this been around? And apparently it's been around since 2020. But we don't have it. So after it opened. And I just, yeah, I don't really pay attention to the milk stand even on our coast. So just did not connect with me. But yeah, it's the green milk with like mango in it and then chili lime seasoning. It sounds delicious, so we're going to get it. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah. All right. Here it is, the Toydaria Swirl. It is green milk swirled with savory fruit sauce, mango jellies, 
and topped with a chili lime seasoning. They warned me twice this is the spicy version. I'm gonna actually be nice and take a sip before I, I, I give half to Craig. Sweet Jesus. Sorry, there was a lot of uh, tahini on that first sip there, but. I'm not really getting a lot of the spice. So now I'll be, uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh -oh. didn't really work out too well, did it? Hmm. I got a jelly. I'm not gonna lie to you. This isn't spicy. It just tastes like green milk. Yeah. I'm a little bummed out because they warned us twice. The jellies in here though, that's a weird thing. It's like little bugs. I stand by green milk though, I am gonna say that. She described this one as citrus and the other, the blue is tropical. I'm trying to do a little, I'm space cosmetologist, that's not the right word. Space mixologist. Yeah, I actually don't think I like this at all. I am opposite of Rhino. I prefer blue milk to green milk. I know, I know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what the popular opinion is. I just like blue milk a little bit more. But yeah, this one did jump out to me too because it has everything in it that I would like. It has mango, it has tahini, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, that is, but okay, here we go. I'm having a lot of trouble processing this. As Rhino pointed out many times over, it's definitely not spicy. I mean, maybe it's just that I use tahini chili lime seasoning so much that I'm now like, I'm now just so used to it that I don't find it spicy anymore. I, I get more of the lime notes from it than anything else, but uh, I, uh, I definitely, I'm on the fence about this. I feel like with the mango and whatever the fruit sauce is, or if that's just part of the mango, I feel like it makes it extra sweeter than it normally is. Yeah, I don't... I, it's $1.50 more than regular, too. Yeah, I don't know, man. Did you get the jellies? I see them in the bottom of your cup. Oh, God, I have to go swimming for jelly? Yeah. The jellies are all at the bottom of the cup. I'm not I'm not going to suck this all down right now. I'm going to sip on it slowly. I'll let you know how I feel about the jellies when we're finally finished with this, which I have a feeling it's going to go quick, so that way we get rid of it and we move on with our day. Rhino, you can consider me a Galaxy's Edge apologist. I will always look for the good in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I'll even recommend going to Oga's Cantina and buying overpriced drinks, even though they're not the best thing in the world. But I think I finally found the one thing that I just truly cannot recommend. Yeah. I don't like that drink. I don't, uh, I, th I say in that after, as we were finishing it, I think the problem with it is, one, I don't think it should have been jellies. I think it should have been boba. I think that would have popped nicely with the with that. But also, like, the jellies, I think maybe were too heavy and they just sink to the bottom. Yep. So it's like you're not getting them till the end. So it's like you want it to be layered in there. But that or they, you need to be sipping it, like, through a straw. 
but you can't do that because jellies are square, and that's why I would think like the popping boba balls would be better. But overall, like I just didn't, I didn't get any heat from it, even even in the slightest. And um, I feel like I like green milk, and it really just kind of turned the flavor into co- something else completely. That was not great. Not yeah. great. I would have rather just had green milk when it's all said and done, and I don't like green milk. Actually, I would have just rather had the blue milk. Yeah, it was just like, give me the blue milk. In this scenario, you can't order the yeah. other one. I, yeah, I, I would just order the blue milk. It just wasn't that good. So I don't recommend, especially for a little bit more than what it costs to get a green or a blue milk. Yeah. yeah. I think but, there's other stuff to try in this, even in this land that are, that are more worth it. So. Agreed. We sat with the disappointment that was the Toy Area Swirl for just a short amount of time. And we wanted to kind of, you know, get rid of that bad energy from that drink and replace it with something that we knew was going to be good and was a hit. And so for that reason, the next review that we have is the Disneyland Chimichanga. And this was a guaranteed hit from the start. And you know what? Rhino liked it more than I expected. And on top of that... We uh, we really pushed our limits with it, too. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but uh, I'm just saying, like, I thought he was going to like it on its own, just plain, but no, no, no. Salsa gets involved. It's really fun. So let's go ahead and listen to that review. Rhino, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, too, but I'm not, like, hungry for, like, full lunch just yet. I think we can remedy that okay. with a snack. Okay. A classic snack in okay. my book. Okay. The Disneyland chimichanga. Okay. I mean, you you never shut up about it. Uh, listen, I don't ever shut up about <laughs> it. It is, for me, one of those treats that I have to have every single trip here. It wasn't always the case. I was a, I was a latecomer. I don't think I really discovered it until about, like, 2015. Uh, but I... I, I just love it so much. You know, don't give me turkey legs. Don't give me Dole Whips. Don't give me churros. I, you know what? He doesn't want I'm going to end it there. I'm not going to say anything blasphemous about Dole Whips or, or sorry, not Dole Whips, mint juleps or, uh, yeah, or of dare. course, corn dogs. But chimichangas, I think I think you just got to get them. They are an underdog of Disneyland snacks. The tummy is rumbling down yeah. now. Okay, well, we're going to go into Fantasyland and get our chimichanga. Then we're going to dive in. Here she is, the Disneyland chimichanga, $6.99, a deep-fried tortilla with a mixture inside that scientists have not been able to figure out what it is for centuries, but we still get it, and we enjoy it, and we love it. And what better place to eat one than with the Matterhorn just behind us as we purchased this at Edelweiss Snacks. Just it's all perfect. Everything's perfect. This is going to be perfect. Here we go. You ready? Are you ready? Let's do this. Could you put hot sauce on this? Absolutely. Could you put salsa on this? For sure. But I don't believe there's any better way to have a Disneyland chimichanga than just eating the sludge straight by itself. It is just... I. It is just so delectable. It's savory. For a dish that probably contains like 10,000 milligrams of salt, it's not even overly salty. Crunchy, soft, all the textures. Ah, gosh. I just love this thing so much. Like, not as much as Rhino loves tomato bisque soup now, but (laughs) you'll find out about that in another way. But 
That's yeah. Works. <laughs> the chimichanga. Rhino, I, you've never had one of these, have you? Uh, Did we say that? I don't remember. No, we didn't talk about it. Huh. Okay. Well, if you haven't had one of these before, I think you're in for a real treat, Rhino. I don't really know if your description of this sold me on it yet. I have actually tried one of these ones, but only like a bite, and it was probably like five years ago, and it was really quick in passing, and I shared it with somebody, so I, I honestly don't remember. But, uh, I, here we go. It's not what I'm about to describe it as, but I have a very fond memory of the brand of microwave burritos that come in the colorful packaging. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? They'd be like purple yeah. or whatever. And there was a bean one that I would always make my mom get um, that I would have after school. So I had one probably like once a week. And this is really bringing, yanking on that nostalgic vibe. Only this is like a much better version of it because it's crispy and crunchy and mine were soggy from the microwave. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to try it with the Victoria Picante sauce they had over there. Medium heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Using the La Victoria uh, Picante sauce on this, it really does kind of kick it up to the next level where I'm like, this is delicious. And did we make a mistake not getting separate ones? I have a feeling the answer is yes. Rhino, I'm man enough to admit when I can be wrong from time to time. And maybe it's just today, but with the picante sauce, it did take the chimichanga to the next level. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I think for me, the picante sauce is a must. Um, but it really did make it where I was like, I inhaled it essentially after I put it on there. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, I get it. Yeah. I guess I get it. I get it. You know, it's pretty, honestly, I felt like when we cut ours in half between the two of us, we each had what I would consider a full size, on the smaller size, but a, a full size burrito. Yeah. And so I'm like, the fact that you can buy just one of those for, for the, $6.99. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty solid, solid deal. It's one of the best deals you can get at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. In my opinion. And I'd say so. Yeah. That's why it's always something I will get every single time, no matter what. Yeah. I have to have a chimichanga now. Yeah. We'll I have, just have to have it. We'll have to see if they do a special version. One day, maybe. Oh, the Disneyland chimichanga. Another item that I've gotten like every single time, but I didn't get to have it again on my last trip. I just think I was tired of eating. It just, uh, you know, uh, you just sometimes hit a wall at Disneyland and you don't feel like eating nearly as much as you have on other trips. And that's kind of how I felt the last time I was out there. But it's okay. We're going to move past that disappointment and on to our final review. Uh, we had a lot of things go wrong for us during the day, including uh, not getting a spot for the Main Street Electrical Parade, not getting a spot for the fireworks, just really having a, a crummy time. And so we decided to try to eat away our problems. And that led us to the tropical hideaway where we had a nice little, uh, nice little put together meal with basically appetizer stuff, but also a little dessert in there too. And it ended up turning our day into a not so bad day. Plus, then we had rides and other stuff afterwards, but we don't get into that on this show. This is the Disney Dining Show. So let's go ahead and listen to this last review. And now that I have said that, I shall select from the smorgasbord that you have here 
one item to start with first, and uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna go with the lumpia because it just looks so crispy and yummy, and um, the thing about this is it costs, let me actually read you the description, that would make more sense. So the lumpia is uh, $6.99, and you get two of them in there, but it is pork, vegetables, and it comes with a sweet chili dipping sauce. I love a sweet chili dipping sauce. I'm very excited for that. I'm gonna go in, select mine, I'm just going to dip. Don't worry, Craig. I won't be double dipping. Ew. You will. <laughs> I will. You always do. I always do. I'm so polite that way. This is really good. It has a really crispy, flaky outside. Um, it does have a little bit of, like, when you bite into it, that oily flavor. But I feel like that's kind of something that happens when you fry up this stuff. I mean, I'm not an expert on lumpia or anything like that. But all the ingredients in here are, like, really good and um, fresh and... I just, I'm gonna, I'm going backside, okay? So you see I'm not double dipping here. We're going to the butt. I didn't mean that. It's pretty good. I, I do actually really, really enjoy this. Um, yeah, why don't you try one? Uh, let me hold the camera so you can get a little bite here. And uh, I'm also gonna run away and get napkins too, because like I said, it is a little greasy and I chose to eat it with my hands, which I did wash right before we did this. Please don't judge me. So I'm going to take my first bite without any dipping sauce at all. Quite honestly, this doesn't need any dipping sauce at all. It is exactly as Rhino described it. Perfectly crispy on the outside. Oily. It's got to be oily. You know, you have the flavor of pork, but most of what's inside is that cabbage, like, slaw mixture that's always in a good spring roll. That's really nice. And for two... That's a really good snack. And I know. I know I'm going to get flack for it because people are going to be like, yeah, Rhino, I dipped with you the end. I bit off. You dipped down, I you did. monster. But you finished yours, so forget about use it. I it on the bow. You won't. Well, not now. Uh, but uh, we all know how I feel about spring rolls when it comes to Magic Kingdom and the spring roll cart. I usually hate them. If they did them like this, I would like them a lot more. But now with the sauce. I'm not really feeling the sauce at all. For me... You know, it is sweet chili. I get a little of the chili, a lot of sweet. This thing is like one step away from a sweet and sour sauce, mm. and that's not for me. I'm, I'm not a fan of sweet and sour, so I, I'm gonna pass on the sauce moving forward. I'm glad you ruined with my it for last me. little piece of lumpia, Rhino. Just uh, leave me alone with it. <laughs> but I'm gonna move on to our bow selections, and we've had the bow from here before, specifically the chicken bow and the vegetable bow. But we have not had the other bow that's currently on the menu, so it's a must-try for us. It's a loco moco bow. $5.99 is for each individual bow. But, I mean, they're pretty big buns, so I, I think $5.99 is fair price. Inside, we have spiced ham. Spam. Mm -hmm. uh, ground beef, egg, and mushroom gravy. And I love loco moco, but okay, I'm going to start with bite without any, any of the sauce. Just looking at it, I can tell I didn't really get into the spam part of it yet, but just the ground beef that's in it, you know, it's like, it's a really good a beef bow. So I actually, I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. it. Ooh, that spiciness is coming on a little bit with it too, but I'm about to get in with the spam. So I'm just going to take one more bite and I added the brown gravy as well too. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, that's good. Once you have it all together and you get the spam in there and you get the beef, it's really pleasant. 
I think this should be more considered like Locomoco inspired than Locomoco, but I'm really feeling this Rhino. I think you're going to as well. Oh, I do feel like, at first like glance I thought, oh, there's not going to be enough spam in here, but now I can see the spam. I know the lower, the lighting's a little romantic over here, but uh, I'm excited for this. The bow's pretty soft just from touching it here. I'll, I'll do the naked bite first. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the, I love bow. Like, I just, I, whenever, however it's served, it's chosen to be served or anything like that, I really like to try it. Um, I do feel like there is a nice spice to it, like you said. Um, the bun is nice and fluffy, but it does, it, without the sauce, I feel like it comes off just a little bit dry. That, but it's not really dry, I don't know how to say that. That gravy, um, which we did confirm is brown gravy because we, it, we turned our flashlight on here. Um, it actually, it like soaks right up into the bow and it really get, does give it like a little extra, a little extra flavor. It's not, I feel like it's just kind of, okay. I mean, I guess I, it's not super strong. It doesn't have a super strong flavor profile, I feel like. I dipped it in the sweet and sour sauce too. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm crazy, but I do feel like this is, this is like, this is really good. I, I think I like this one the most, um, of like the, between the chicken, I didn't, obviously I haven't had those ones in forever, so I really shouldn't speak of them, but I'm gonna just dive right in here to dessert, because I was so excited. This wasn't on the menu online, it was Craig, when he went up to order, saw them, and immediately called me, and it is the PB&J Mochi, which is peanut butter, excuse me, hold on, peanut butter dust and a raspberry sauce. I love mochi, like, I don't know if you've been to, um, like, um, not World Market, I always do this, Whole Foods. Uh, but they usually have a bunch of like mochi that you can buy individually there, and I am known to do that quite frequently. But mochi's kind of like usually got like kind of a marshmallowy, like doughy outside, and then it's filled with uh, a lot of times like an ice cream. But you, it doesn't have to be like frozen mochi. But I just wanted to do a quick little search of what uh, mochi was because I feel like maybe I misspoke. But mochi is a Japanese rice cake made of mochi gome, a short grain japonica glutinous rice, and sometimes other ingredients. Um, but it says the rice is pounded into a paste and molded into the desired shape. So I, I think sometimes, like the mochi I like at, um, at uh, oh my god, I already forgot Whole again. Foods. Whole Foods has ice cream in the center of it, which I do enjoy. It doesn't have to, like I said, this one does not. But it, it, this one is served cold. Um, and this is definitely, this one is very chewy. Um, I want you to think almost like a really firm marshmallow. I like it because it does have like a really great peanut butter, almost like when you get that peanut butter dust working with the mochi, it makes it like the, uh, similar to like a peanut butter paste sort of a thing with the jelly on top. If this was available near me, I would probably get it again. But I will say that with a qualifier, I don't think this is going to be for everybody. So I am curious to see how Craig is going to end up reacting when he has it. But I just want to give my final thoughts while we're here because there's no reason to really draw this out here. But that was $6.99. That came with three of them. I actually feel like I genuinely enjoyed everything that we had here. And were I to pick from the categories of the things we got again, I would get the bow again. I would definitely get the lumpia. Um, so for me, I think lumpia was like number one because it is just so, like I just love that crispy. And I think it's a great snack to just grab and like either split with somebody and just give the other one to somebody or um, just have them to yourself and not weigh you down too much. So uh, I appreciate that. I would definitely get this motion again because I'm just a, 
I'm a fiend for the peanut butter and jelly. And uh, I look forward to eating the rest of this bow because bow wow, baby. Before I eat my PB&J mochi, I do have to also say I also really enjoy mochi. So, yeah, this was also something that I was looking forward to try as soon as I saw it. And I felt like when I was down there and, you know, asked about the mochi, she told me that it was peanut butter with three pieces in there. And that's what it was. But then I was like, oh, peanut butter dusted just like on the menu. So I sliced it open and it appears that there is also peanut butter on the inside as well, too. So, I'm wondering if the peanut butter is also a little gelatinous, too, and that's causing extra chew to it all. But, yeah, very interesting. Let me start chewing on this. What can I say? It is literally a chewy peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I know because we have been hoarding Uncrustables. <laughs> during this trip from the one day that we had a concierge room and we were able to take lots of PB&J Uncrustables. And, uh, yeah, I I think it's really good. Rhino went balls in all the way, and I think that was a mistake. I think cutting it in half like I did is probably the easiest method. I don't even think you could really necessarily, like, chew this one in half. It is very chewy, but cutting it in half after I got through... It made it much easier. <clears throat> Peanut butter dust, I apologize there. Uh, it made it a lot easier to, to chew it in that smaller portion. So, I've got to say, I'm a fan of peanut butter and jelly mochi. But, overall, I'm a fan of everything that we had here at the Tropical Hideaway. You cannot beat the ambiance of this area. It just fits in perfectly to the point you're like... You know, what What was that weird Aladdin thing that was here before? Mm, like, it just... Here. Yeah, it was like... It was a waste. This is just such an incredible spot. And it's great during the day. It's even better at night with all the torches lit up and all the mood lighting and still hearing the jungle cruise boats going by. Rosita is squawking along down there. And the fact that you can have your choice of hot, savory items or good, sweet desserts, like... It just has everything. And for what we got, the Pork Lumpia, definitely number one in my book. Would have that again. May have that again if I want a snack. Then I'm going to put the peanut butter and jelly mochi just slightly beyond under it. Beyond it? Under it? I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I've got peanut butter on the brains, and that's never a good thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I like that just slightly less than the Pork Lumpia. And then I love that Locomoco Bao Bun. But to me, it just didn't hit all the marks I wanted. But, like Rhino, I would still probably get the Locomoco one over the other bow buns that they offer here. But I honestly, I don't think you really can go wrong. Uh, if, if it sounds good to you, you're probably going to walk away liking it. I know I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That was I don't know. Pause for laughter. Okay. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We will be back again with more Disneyland reviews and 
I hope it will help you plan for all of your dining needs next time you are out at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, before we go, I do have to mention, if you enjoyed the Disney Dining Show, please, please, please make sure you are subscribed to the Disney Dining Show and that you're leaving positive ratings and reviews on any podcast platforms that allow ratings and reviews. And if you do want to support us more, you can always book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. That's going to do it, though, for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you again real soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Stay hungry.